Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel sometimes. Yeah, not at all at the moment, but soon again. And we'll have a small trailer. Yeah, I know. We don't have any trailer. What the heck's going on? But we do want to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. So, wow, what a week we have had. Ooh la la. We moved. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of getting settled into the house, emptying boxes. Yep. Of course, Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta was all last week. Oh, yes, it was. And it was super rainy. Yeah, it was, uh, I guess, the most days of rain. I didn't hear whether it was a final answer that it had the most rain, but there was a year that it dumped a whole bunch of rain at one time. And so this was the most days of rain at a fiesta in 50 years. I feel bad some people who only come for a day or two and it gets rained out. They don't fly the balloons in the rain. Yeah. So our tip is stay for all nine days. <laughs> yeah, if possible, do. And then also our travel trailer, our mini light that got rear-ended last month or a couple months ago was totaled by the yeah. insurance company and they took it away. So our, And we also had a visitor. Bill was here with his mini light. So we went from too many lights to zero in one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the saga continues. And yeah. we'll elaborate more on the show notes for this episode. And I think we'll probably end up doing a whole episode when we get reestablished. Yes. We'll tell the whole story all we at do. one time already have another mini light on order yes yes but we did get to spend time with so many wonderful people our friends bill and michael and mickey and tony and wayne yeah abby and jason from rv miles and alicia and scott from the root of it all yep robin and chris yeah and our new friend mike neighbors who we're going to hear more from in a little while yes absolutely so uh it was a good week as you know we bought a house in new mexico so that our stuff has a place to stay while right. we are on the road. And of course, we will get back on the road as soon as possible. As soon as possible. But now all our junk has a place to live. <laughs> so there you go. We have talked, of course, as you know, about RV life. And one of the aspects of RV life is the RV insurance exchange. Right. So RV life membership has a lot of advantages and one of those is that you get access to the rv trip wizard app the rv life app and then the website maintain my rv and oh, i'm gonna chime in here we have a friend who was not using the rv trip wizard aspect but was using google and literally got their rv high centered oh and stuck and the people at a local business came out and said, oh, yeah, this happens all the time. Oh, boy. But the RV insurance exchange, you know, it's open enrollment season. Now, we are going to talk about this more in just a moment. But it is time to kind of take a look at your health insurance. Right. So we're going to have more about that in just a moment. And it's just it's a one of the aspects of the RV life membership i mean it's just a, it's a good program overall yes and we also have a discount code for your rv life membership 
on our discounts and deals section of our website at stresslesscamping.com. All right. Well, it's New Mexico. It's October. It's Balloon Fiesta, and it's almost open enrollment. Yes, and as such, for the third year in a row, we have a guest from RV Insurance Benefits, and this time we have Mike Neighbors, who has a way better broadcast voice than I have. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. What a pleasure to have you here. And Mike is, as with all the people from RV Insurance Benefits, one of the things that we really appreciate is you are RVers. Let me, uh, yeah, let me do just a minute or two on a backstory that might Perfect. tell you where we're coming from. Yes, please. My wife, Darlene, and I have been full-time RVers for 12 years. We're very involved with a chapter of full-time RVers. And as such, we wound up doing seminars at FMCA rallies, at escapees rallies, wherever people will listen to us. <laughs> and we do seminars on the full-time RV lifestyle. And what started happening was there was a set of common questions that came up at every seminar. And it was things like, what's a domicile and why do I need one? How do I get my mail? And the biggest one was, what do I do about health insurance? Right. And to get better prepared for those seminars, I started doing a little homework on the insurance issue, met some friends that were selling a product that worked for RVers and got more and more involved. And they said, with your connections to the RV community, you might want to think about becoming an agent for this. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, almost five years later, I'm an agent for this and it's (laughs) taken on a life of its own. Now, one of the things I think a perception people have is, oh, well, I have health insurance through my state, through the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, as some people call it. And so I'm covered, right? Um, Yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) One one of the things that uh, you learn in in the insurance world is that there are a lot of yes and no answers. (laughs) Right. Yes, you are covered. But in most cases, that coverage doesn't translate well to somebody who travels. Mm -hmm. Because most of it is tied to networks. And a network could be as specific. I had, I had one case where the network was a three-block area of downtown Houston. Wow. Oh, jeez. Because the network was sponsored by this particular hospital. The client wanted to move, which he did, but he wound up out of the network, so he lost his insurance and had to start all over. Mm. And one of the things that happens to an RVer is because of the local networks, your coverage is great while you're there. When you leave that network, one of a couple of things can happen. You either have no coverage, you have emergency coverage, or you have emergency coverage and get to pay out of network charges. Right. Which are extraordinary. Can be extraordinary. The other thing that happens with an exchange policy or with an Obamacare policy, depending on the, on the term you like to use, most of them in the modern era have very large deductibles. Uh, uh, in yeah. the seven, eight, nine thousand dollar range. Yep. Well, multiply that by two because you're a couple. So now you've got seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars out of pocket before your insurance company pays one nickel. Right. Now it is an interesting article in Forbes magazine uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they used a term, and I really like it because it describes a dilemma that people have to a T. And they called the average insurance consumer functionally uninsured. Because Mm. their deductibles are so high 
their premiums are so high and they're so loaded with co-pays that they might be uninsured for all practical purposes. Right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. And so we are insured by RV insurance benefits. That's right. That's our insurance company because we travel a lot and recognize that if we're not in our home base area, right. we may or may not be covered. Well, we are now. Yeah. But it's a different way of looking at insurance from my understanding. And obviously you are used to explaining it for to people. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because one of the things that the type of insurance that works well for a traveler, we call benefit driven. The type of insurance that most people are familiar with, the ACA, the Obamacare, the Kaisers, the Blue Cross Blue Shields, the network-based insurance is really claim driven. Hmm. You get sick, you file a claim, you go to the doctor, you file a claim and they pay the claim and you never see what goes on behind the scenes. Benefit driven, the company pays the benefit to you you pay the the doctor, the claimant, whatever it might be, and you get the benefit of cash discounts of being able to negotiate with a supplier, or you've got the fallback with a plan like this to hand them your card and say, here's my insurance card, fix me. The choice is yours instead of the insurance companies. And something that we have found, as with so many businesses, if you walk into a doctor's office or if you're dragged into a doctor's office <laughs> and go, hey, I'm going to pay you cash, it's a big difference in, in what they may accept for any care. Absolutely huge and a surprise to a lot of people. From something that we have learned through a variety of sources, the medical insurance is such a pain in the neck, not only for those of us who are alive and need insurance, <laughs> but for the medical profession as well. And so if you kind of bypass that with this health plan, it can be quite to your advantage. Absolutely, Ken. And it does, it does several things, especially to the RVer. It puts you in charge of what doctor you want to see, what treatments you want to have. Somebody in an ivory tower making a million dollars a year is not making that decision for you. You right. do it on your own. The other thing that it does is it brings transparency to the whole healthcare pricing. I call it a scheme. Because yeah, it is a scheme. <laughs> there's a recent book came out, and if any of your listeners uh, are readers, there's a book came out that says never pay the first bill. Oh. And the gist of this book and, and the theme of it is that the healthcare billing system is so fraught with mistakes that you never pay the first bill. Sure. You, you take that bill and you take it apart and you look at every element of it. We had one case where a client was charged for 13 MRIs in one day. Oh, jeez. <gasps> oh, she man. actually got one, but somebody hit a wrong button oh, and my that gosh. bill could have been paid. Fortunately, she caught it. Yeah. But had she not looked, wow. she could have been could have paid it That's or the insurance crazy. company could have paid it wow. and nobody would know the difference. So tell us a little bit about RV insurance benefits and then every year we kind of go over updates. What's happening in the healthcare and medical insurance for our viewers? So share that with our audience. Let's start with uh, with a little bit of update on our company. We are a company largely made up of full time RVers, which is one of the reasons that we are drawn to you because you, as an entity, you people, you guys <laughs> know what kind of 
things that people have to look at as RVers. Absolutely. And then the thing people have to be aware of, when people get into RVing, especially in the last couple of years with COVID, it's not necessarily by choice. They may have been laid off. Mm -hmm. They may have been downsized. They may have elected to take up this lifestyle and work remote yeah. for whatever reason, but they have a lot of decisions to make. And the insurance decision is fairly complicated because you can make mistakes that will haunt you for the rest of your life. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'll give you just one example. If you start out with the wrong Medicare program when you age into Medicare, you could wind up paying a premium and being stuck in a policy that is not good for you for the rest of your life and not be able to get out of it oh. because of the way the laws are structured. That's just nuts. And yeah. what, it, what it means to us as a company and as individuals within our agency is our job is to make sure that you understand what the ramifications are of a decision that you could make today and make sure that you've got the right information to make that decision. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes you can't take them back. Yeah, exactly. there's no take backs. Exactly. <laughs> the other thing that is difficult for a lot of people to understand is there is a world of difference between group health insurance and what you can get individually on the open market. People will get downsized and they'll say, well, I'm okay, I've got insurance, I've got Cobra. And boy, is oh, that expensive. Boy, yeah. Cobra is the most expensive way to get insurance out there. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. And when it comes to aging into Medicare, you're getting retired a year early and you'll, okay, I'll take my COBRA for a year. As far as Medicare is concerned, you could be uninsured because COBRA is not necessarily what they call credible coverage. Mm. So you could wind up paying a penalty thinking you're doing everything right. But if somebody hasn't taken the time to explain all that to you, which is what we do, that's what we specialize in, you could wind up paying larger premiums forever or being stuck in a program that isn't good for you. That's yeah. just crazy. And so that's why, uh, you know, as we looked around, we did a lot of research. This is, as I said, our third year talking to you and uh, we're customers too. And we've been very pleased. Yeah. We also hope not to get really sick. Right. But that's Everybody just normal, right? Everybody hopes not right? to have to use know, their right? insurance. But it's <laughs> the thing you pay for that you don't want to use. Exactly. Right. And one of the things that if you have had ACA or Obamacare, a lot of that can be subsidized depending on so many variables. And then, of course, going through RV insurance benefits, it is not. But you are also insured if you are in another state or across the country or and one of the from my understanding if you do have the ACA coverage let's say you break your leg and then you need long-term physical therapy if you're under the ACA they may say okay we'll fix that broken leg and then you can haul yourself back home for the long-term coverage that's a great observation Tony because the emergency is you broke your leg yeah yep. Once that immediate emergency is fixed, and we don't mean the surgery afterwards or the pins coming in and out or anything else, the immediate emergency is you getting your leg set. Right. Right. Then the emergency's over. Right. Yeah, now it's... Now it's either out of your pocket yeah. or you go back to California to your Kaiser plan or Blue Cross plan yeah. or wherever your plan is based. Yeah. Then that's all on you. Yeah, and you have to get there and you have to... 
all of that. And you may not want to go back to wherever right. your uh, <laughs> home coverage is. So exactly. that's another big advantage of RV insurance. Well, and, the, and there is a way, and it's a fairly recent development that people are starting to use now. There is a way that we can take our benefit-driven plan and coordinate it with your ACA plan. So you've got the best of both worlds. Uh-huh. You've got your ACA plan in case of a catastrophe, and you'll go back to your home and get the catastrophic care that you need. But when you have a need in Alabama for treatment there, then you've got the benefit plan that will take care of you there. So a lot of choices, and one of the things you all have been able to do is explain those to us. So we like it. Yeah. But it's always nice to talk to a satisfied client yeah <laughs> yes we very much are yes yeah. yeah so satisfied clients are our best referrals <laughs> i have uh, second generation clients now oh wow. their parents have been with us one client in particular his son was on an overseas assignment and came back into the country and he said call mike call rv insurance benefits and you'll get the right information. And so we're able to take care of a second generation in the same family. That's I great. Love it. so that's yeah, kind that's of, that's kind of a great story. Yeah, it yeah, shows the caliber sure. of service that yeah. you guys are right, offering. Right, right. I mean, you might recommend it to your friends, but when you recommend it to your kids, then, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or your parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, can you tell us what's going on that's new this year that people might want to make sure they know before they complete their open enrollment? There's a couple of changes. And there's two different open enrollment periods that people need to be aware of. One concerns Medicare, and that starts October 15th and goes through the middle of December. Mm-hmm. The other one is for non-Medicare under 65, which is probably most of the audience out there. And that starts November 1st, and this year has been extended till the end of January. Okay. So mm. that gives you an opportunity to shop, compare ACA plans Mm -hmm. against whatever else is out there. Right. And still gives you enough time to look at all the options and make a decision with all the right information. Those are the two biggest changes. There are subsidies involved with ACA plans. There are tax consequences. The, The time frame for the subsidies has been extended, as has the ceiling for subsidies. So you always want to look into that because... Even though you may be a higher income individual, you still may qualify for a substantial subsidy of some sort. Okay. And if you qualify for that subsidy, then that makes the ability to put these two different kinds of policies together and make them work as one to your benefit. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's good to know as well. Yeah. Any other changes or top takeaway for people who, I mean, I suppose most people that are listening have probably enrolled once or twice in their lives already. But a lot of times if they're employed, that is a least easier decision because the employer just says, here, check this box and you'll be insured. Coming out of a group insurance situation and having to do it on your own is very daunting. Right. And that's what we did a few years ago. There are good options and there are not so good options. If you're a full-time RVer, that's one set of circumstances. If you're a part-time RVer, that's another another set of circumstances that could vary based on where you live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plans vary from state to state quite a bit. And so you'll want somebody, and in our case, we, we kind of blow our own horn a little bit because <laughs> we're licensed in a multitude of states. 
Uh, we have agents in a multitude of states. Mm-hmm. So we're able to take care of clients wherever they happen to be. Right. Because health insurance is very much run state by state. Sure. The, each state has ultimate control over what can be sold, how it can be sold, what coverage are, what limitations are. And you, you really need somebody who understands what those differences are. And that was very helpful in our decision as well. It's right. Just the actually getting real information and honest answers. When we finally were at the point where we were making a decision, we spoke with some people and I'm thinking these people, not all, but some of them were just like they used to sell shoddy used cars, cars. <laughs> and now they're selling insurance and it's like, well, your tactics haven't changed, which makes me wonder about the product you're representing. Yeah. Even if we, I mean, we called some places that we had a lot of referrals, you know, and a lot of people said, oh, this is who you should call. And we called that company and got that used car salesman. And even if it was a better company, yep. we were like not into being sold. We and were there, into being educated. Yep. And there are a lot of those out there. The other thing that, and if you haven't experienced it yet, you will come open enrollment. If you go out looking for insurance, and you wind up on a website or two or three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait for your phone to ring off the hook. Right. Oh, my gosh. Just like those moving companies when it's, I tried to yeah. get Just a like, quote. Exactly. <laughs> and six weeks later, I'm still getting spam and, calls and all day long. And a lot of long. those are going to turn out to be what we call point-and-click agents. They'll direct you to a website. You put all your information in, point-and-click on the insurance that you want, and boom, you're insured. May not be right. May not be the best thing for mm. you. Because you've got nobody coaching you or walking you through that process. And sometimes the answer that you give to the question might not be the best answer. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that we really pride ourselves in is to be an agent and to be an advocate for the consumer Mm -hmm. rather than a used car salesman. You're also a medically underwritten policy, correct? Absolutely. And that's one of the things. There are options for full-time RVers that may include things like religious-based organizations where you're essentially paying into a pool and withdrawing from that if you have an expense, a medical expense. And that works fine until what if there's more expense than income? And that, that has been known to happen. And I've heard of situations like that where the the committee in charge of that pool of money decides that you don't have something that needs to have yeah, that is, paid. That, that is yeah. a great a great lead in from both of you, and I thank you for that because one of the things that I like to touch on with those kind of plans, these share plans are not insurance. Therefore, they are not regulated by any state insurance commission. Right. If you have a complaint against them. You have nobody in your corner. You have no place to turn. If you have a complaint against a real, and I use the word real in quotation marks, a real insurance company, which is what we represent, which is what ACA companies are. Those are all real insurance, different types, but real insurance. You have a complaint with them. You file that complaint with the insurance commission in the state where the company is, and they have to respond to it or they could lose their license yeah. and put them out of business. Yeah. yeah. So you've got an advocate. You've got somebody in your corner. Right. One of the things I've heard about the share plan or the religious plan is that they can ultimately make a decision of, well, that's not covered or that's pre-existing and you're just stuck. 
Mm-hmm. So and no place to turn. Yeah, no place to turn. There's no advocate for you. Right. Yep. You're absolutely right. Thank you guys for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. we've done our research. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to share things with our audience without trying to be as knowledgeable as possible. And again, that's why we keep going back to you guys every year. Right. Uh, about every October when it's time to make a decision for a lot of people. But that's also why we do our audience a favor and bring in experts so that we yeah. don't so that we don't think we've done our research and give well, that information. <laughs> thank you guys very much for this opportunity. It's it's terrific to be able to reach out to a little wider audience and, and kind of get our our message out there that there are good alternatives and there are good people right. to help you yeah. find those alternatives. And yeah. for RVers. Yeah. Well, we not only appreciate Mike for his knowledge of insurance, but he's got another side that we want to talk about coming yeah. right up after this. Hey, are you going to Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going, I'm going. Well, I assume I'm taking you. I'm I assume, assume you're, you're taking asking me. other people, not just me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you know, we are members of the Family Motor Coach Association or the FMCA, which is not just for trailers anymore. Not just for motor coaches anymore. Yeah, that. <laughs> and so uh, the next international convention is at Perry, Georgia. And that's going to be in March. So the tickets are available now. You betcha. You can get signed up and we'll meet you in Perry. Yeah, we hope so. I mean, there's so many great benefits to being an FMCA member. We have a discount code on our discounts and deals section of our website. We'd love to see you in Perry, Georgia in March. Yes, indeed. So, Mike, you are not only a full-time RVer and you are well-versed in insurance, but there's another side of you that we talked about that I really enjoyed hearing about. Thanks again for that great lead into the... uh, (laughs) Let me start with with this first. We are foodies. Yeah. <laughs> we like good food. We like to find new eating experiences. And we like to travel. So one of the things we've been able to do is as we travel, I'm somewhat of a barbecue junkie. <laughs> I actually travel with a smoker that I've converted to fit in the motorhome. So if you're ever in a campground and you smell a pork shoulder going all day. <laughs> look around for Mike. <laughs> look around for Mike in a motorhome. Well, it may also be me. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's a brand new smoker now with, yep. a, with a brand new pellet smoker. And because we travel and we're always looking for new hobbies and things to do, some years ago I got involved with Kansas City Barbecue Society as a judge. Ah. As a certified judge. And that is a legitimate I have a certificate that proves it. You nice. go to class and you give them money and they make you a certified barbecue judge. Wow. How much homework do you get to do? I mean, have to <laughs> do. <laughs> what, what you get to do is try and taste a lot of great, great barbecue. Oh, where do that I sign up great. for that? <laughs> and it's not tough. It's a, it's a one-day class. They've got them all over the country. And I'll give them a plug. Look for uh, KCBS, Kansas City Barbecue Society. Google the judges platform and then you'll find you'll find where the next school is. And it's just it's a lot of fun. You meet some great people. A lot of them are RVers. They go from contest to contest in motorhomes and trailers. And oh, nice. that would be for we, me. We talk occasionally, and uh, not too long ago, we said, you know, do you incorporate your hobbies into your travels? And that's the kind of thing you actually travel around looking for places to be a barbecue judge you know, and i think that's an essential part of what we do as rvers and why we rv mm-hmm. we're here in albuquerque for the balloon fiesta yep one of the most unique experiences in the united states yeah, yeah. it should be on everybody's bucket list it's 
to watch 650 balloons launch in two hours every morning <laughs> yes. is amazing. It's no different with the barbecue. And you find something you're interested in, take that with you every time you travel to a new city. Yeah. Now I'm doing a plug for full-time RV. Yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> not a bad thing. Lifestyle. Yeah. It yeah. really, it truly is. And that's the enjoyment we get out of it. We are, I'd say most timers, <laughs> although right now, no timers, no timers because of no trailer. At the moment. One of the things, whether you're full-time, part-time, sometime, maybe someday, <laughs> RVer, you're going to be in a community of like-minded, open, friendly, helpful people. Right. And everybody has a story. Everybody yeah. has something interesting about them. And you'll find that out as you travel. And RVers are some of the friendliest people at RV parks. And especially, I'm sure people smelling your barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's been more than one who's come up and said, so when's dinner? We've exactly. Talked, we've talked in the past about being the camp flirt. <laughs> like I like to bake cookies. I like to experiment with cookie flavors. And, you know, hey, come on, bring your chair over and have a cookie. But, yeah, this also smoke meat. As a pellet smoker and somebody who's also a judge, any tips for those of us newbie pellet smokers? Only one, and that is don't be afraid to try anything new or different. Excellent. Try different sauces, it. try different rubs, try different cooking methods, because the worst you'll do will be terrific. <laughs> yeah, you almost can't go, I smoked a pork butt, but we had several listeners here that's last right night from all over the country it was fantastic yeah. and i smoked a pork butt and it was the first time i had done that yeah and i was quite pleased yeah. with the results <laughs> and for our audience the way i did it is i put it in the rec tech until it reached an internal temperature of 160 and then from there i put it in the crock pot with some pineapple juice and boy it came out pretty good yeah the initial rub i wanted to try something different so i rubbed oh i'm getting all drooly uh, <laughs> i rubbed the thing with honey from bees that got nectar from the chili plant and then i put chili powder as well green chili because we are in new mexico yeah yeah not bad yeah not it was bad pretty at darn all. good keep up that kind of thought process and you'll be terrific yeah, the mm -hmm. other thing I learned is, you know, you don't want your meat to get dry. And so I got a spray bottle and I put a can of Happy Camper beer from Santa Fe <laughs> Brewing Company and then a can of pineapple juice. And boy, that um, we made ribs and whoo they were good, too. <laughs> I'll share one with you. And you might want to try this because it's a lot of fun. I make something I call drunken chicken legs. Ooh. Oh, and I'll take chicken drumsticks brine them overnight in a brine of water, brown sugar, salt, and beer. Oh! Mm. So I'll brine them overnight, take them out the next day, pull the skin off of them, put my rub on them, and then wrap them with bacon. Oh, in lieu, oh boy. In lieu of the skin. Oh, boy. And then yeah. put a little more <laughs> rub on them, put them back in the refrigerator so they can set up a little bit, and then put them on the smoker for two, two and a half hours. Oh, man. Oh, boy. And they will be the best chicken legs you've ever tried. Well, I know it's for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. We found, and we had mentioned this on the podcast, green chili bacon. And I thought, well, you know, I, I like beer that tastes like beer and bacon that tastes like bacon so i thought ah, i'm not gonna but then i'm in new mexico so i had to try it oh my word yep. it is so good we have eaten that was our first thing he did on the smoker was yeah. he cooked bacon Green for breakfast bacon. that day <laughs> yeah 
was great. And this is another fun one that you can do. Pork belly burnt ends. Mm. Oh. Take pork belly and cut it into about one inch cubes. Coat it with whatever rub that you like and put it on the smoker for two, two and a half hours. Take it off, put it into an aluminum pan and mix up some barbecue sauce, some maple syrup, some honey, molasses if you like, maybe a little uh, Tennessee honey. (laughs) (laughs) Make kind of a syrup out of it. Pour that over and put them back on the smoker for another hour at low temperature. Oh, that oh, sounds fantastic. And we call that pig candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if it's going to be the chicken or the brand. Yeah. It's going to be one of those two. Oh. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. So we always like to ask our guests. We like to pop quiz our guests with these <laughs> questions. They're easy. What is your favorite camping memory? Ooh. Sometimes they're not easy, yeah. right? Because like, oh, there's too many. So many. This goes back years and years ago when we tent camped with the kids. Oh. We were in Yosemite, and our kids were about seven or eight. And we were sitting around a campfire telling stories and singing and all of the things you do when you're camping with a mm-hmm. family. And the kids decided they wanted to put on a play for us. Oh. oh. <laughs> around the campfire. And I don't even remember what the play was, but the fact that they did that it. That they did it, and yeah. And they made up lines and memorized them. And, and it was just an absolute great experience. Did wow. your kids always get along or was that like extra special because you were camping? You no, know, no, it was cousins. It was a, we oh, a big okay. extended family. Okay. And so it was cousins and nieces and nephews and <laughs> probably 18 or 20 of us. Oh, gosh. On this particular outing. Nice. And, and I don't even, I couldn't tell you to this day why that one sticks in my mind, but it does. It just does. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then on the other side, what's your worst camping memory? Um... That's a little easier. <laughs> uh oh. It is pulling into a campground at night and scraping a boulder because I made a turn too tight oh. and doing about $4,000 worth of damage oh, to boy. my then relatively new motorhome. Of course. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, that goes to why do they put these low things that you can hit? <laughs> right. There's so many things that so many campgrounds that are below your line of sight. You're in a big vehicle. Anyway, I'm not going to go on <laughs> because it is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. But I could share a couple of other things with you. We have been towed in twice. <laughs> towed oh, in? Yeah. Towed in. Both times with mechanical issues. Both times had good outcomes. That's good. No real deal breaker deals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably the worst was we got towed in from the top of Tehachapi. Oh, man. Back in oh, Bakersfield. Oh, boy. Put a fan blade through the radiator. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Just it disintegrated while we were driving up to Summit. Huh. And wound up towed back into Bakersfield. Wound up being towed by accident to the one place in town that you would want to be towed if you had a motorhome. Or a truck broken down. That's wow. good. The people let us stay in our coach. Huh. Took four days because they had to remanufacture a radiator for us. Gosh. They called us their nighttime security. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good experience that I went out and bought a pork pork shoulder and put on the smoker and did a barbecue for nice. all Nice. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Hey, that's a good way to get extra special service. Yeah, go. and it's also a way to turn a bad thing into a exactly. great yeah, experience. Because right? yeah. you get to eat it too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Mike, we really have appreciated your being here and sharing both great insurance and barbecue tips. Right. Well, and you guys are terrific hosts. I appreciate being here. We thank you for the opportunity. 
and we'll be back. I look forward yes, to that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, next time we have to have a smoker going. For I sure. think we should have an on-air cook-off. I think that would oh. be, ooh, we could do a live feed. There you go. That would, I'm, I'm all over <laughs> that. Yep, I, I, I agree with that. Okay, well, thank, thank you, guys. you. Thank you very much. Tony, we don't have our own RV, but do you have an RV? <laughs> it's so, it's sad. so sad. We, we have went to laugh. from having two RVs to having no RVs. Yeah, I think we told you last week that we sold our aristocrat to our friend Byron. <laughs> yep. Now we have no RVs at the moment. It's, it's sad. So <laughs> but we that gives to... Tony more reason to highlight the ones that he finds that are so fantastic. Yes, and there has been a change of address. You will find our RV of the week now right at stresslesscamping.com and this week it's a brand new rv from a brand new rv company and we've seen a number of these companies come up in the past few years yeah there's alliance which we think make some of the best fifth wheels out there there's ember ember and we just we love their products as well they have a whole new line coming out uh-huh. and then this week another new rv company called Brinkley RV and Brinkley showed off a prototype fifth wheel that we have the story and pictures of and this thing was just so differently made and so well thought out it's incredible but I'm going to start with something that I've been accused of beating to death and that's <laughs> the decals on the outside and the decals on this thing were very subtle and tasteful to me there are swishes and swirls and all that but also the dump valves on this are electric so you just hook up your sewer hose push a button and bye bye dump stuff (laughs) the build is very different on these the suspension is different on these wrinkly has some very very promising aspects to it they have a completely different window system that's sort of like the frameless windows on our rockwood but opens much further just a lot of innovative features and the story is there at stresslesscamping.com in our rv review section all right brand new So you guys did not disappoint me answering the question of the week last week. Oh, yeah. Our basket list. Yeah, our basket list. And wow, you guys, now my list just got so much longer because I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Well, and I'm going to add one. Our friend Chris posted something on our timeline this morning. Verde Ranch Railway. Verde Ranch Railway. I had no idea. Huh. I mean, Tony's list is like every railway in the world. (laughs) Well, don't forget the breweries. Yeah, right. And perhaps now, after listening to Mike, barbecue competitions. I mean, holy smokes. For sure, yeah. Get it? Holy smokes. Holy smokes. That's funny right there. (laughs) So Jenny said she would love to go to the East Coast and see the fall foliage. And she also wants to see Pearl Harbor. So, Jenny, I'm going to make a suggestion. Two trips. Two different trips, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Angela and Mike both said that they want to see the Northern Lights, and I hadn't really thought about it until I thought about it, and now I want to see the Northern Lights. Me too also. (laughs) 
Wendy wants to see the entire state of Utah. Don't forget to get fry sauce when you get French fries. <laughs> and there is so much. Well, in in yeah. all the states, there is so yeah, much to amazing. see. It's amazing. This country is kind of everybody knows that Utah has all the national parks and all that, and all the Red Rocks. So that's a good one to have on the list. Well, not all the Red Rocks. Think about Sedona. Well, no, I know, but <laughs> Utah is particularly famous. I know. I'm being for having a, smart a lot of Alec. Red Rock. In fact, we have some here, I believe. Of Utah's red rocks? Yeah, some of Utah's. <laughs> Did oh, they yeah. see us with the chisel? I no, actually I'm just might kidding. in my rock collection. Don't do that. <laughs> Kirby has a really long list. It's all exciting stuff. But now he had to add Balloon Fiesta because of listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Come on down. Mickey and Cheryl both said they want to visit the UP and the you know, the surrounding areas and the Niagara Falls and everything. And I told both of them that when they're in the UP, they need to hit up our friend Adam and he'll climb up on their roof and check it out because he loves to do that. Yeah, Adam, <laughs> Adam's best device in the world is a Dicor tube. <laughs> so there you go. Adam's a great guy. He He really puts a lot of effort into his information and we really appreciate him we appreciate all of you of course well but of course my gosh i don't see how adam has the time for what he does but he does so that's good all right onward and upward brenda wants to visit all the national parks yep and i think maybe it was last week someone said they wanted to visit all the major league baseball fields yeah and i think well we have a friend who did that and john wants to see the rose parade which is a great though i've only been once it was a great experience it was kind of tony's and my first camping together yeah because we slept in the shell of the truck in a parking structure so that we could get there in the morning we did that about three o'clock in the morning i think we've shared that story we were coming from a new year's eve party and i said hey peggy have you ever seen the rose parade and no i haven't and so uh, we got some sleeping bags and a few other things and went to the rose parade just like on the spur of the moment yeah we camped in the pickup shell and next morning woke up and saw the rose parade so there you go yep Bill's quest is to visit all 50 states. He has visited 43, and I'm not sure about his route home. He might be in state 44 by now. Hmm. I don't know if he's repeating things he's been to, but he's from New York, and he stayed a couple days with us. So we helped him with his New Mexico portion of his quest. Yep. By the way, we are a boondockers welcome site. That's one of the reasons we bought this property. It's a decent-sized piece of dirt, and we've already had two boondockers we have yes and it's lovely i feel kind of lonely with only the two of us here because we've had (laughs) we've had guests here so much (laughs) (laughs) we do have a rabbit that lives here. i think we probably have 20 rabbits that live here we just don't see them all at once (laughs) and coyotes who like shoes right Michael wants to visit Disney World and also wants to see Broadway. And Brian wants to go to Devil's Tower. So I don't know. I guess he wants to meet some aliens. (laughs) Eric wants to visit the giant sequoias and redwoods. And Eric, we can tell you, good choice. Yeah. That is one of our favorite places also. You know, there's a lot of places like, you know, you see pictures of the Grand Canyon. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I need to see that. And then you get there and it's like, ooh, la, la. And that's the truth of the Redwoods, too. You get there and it's just incomparable. That was really the truth about Balloon Fiesta, too. I thought, thought, yeah, so what? A bunch of balloons going in the air. But (laughs) 
I don't know. Until you experience it, you, you just can't, you can't describe it to someone else. And that's the same thing with the Redwoods and Sequoias. Yes, it's just awe-inspiring. Yeah, they're just incredible, as are the balloons. And if you do come to Balloon Fiesta, and we suggest you do, as you know, get a camping spot because it's magic. That's the best way to describe it. I mean, you should boondock here either before or after. Well, yeah, we have green chili bacon. Yeah, but we, you know, quote-unquote boondocked here. And it's not really the same. It's hard to get into the park early in the morning. Well, unless you go really early in the morning before the traffic. But there's a lot of traffic trying to get in to see the ascension in the morning. And I just really suggest you know, stay here with us for a while, but also make sure you spend some time right there in the park. Yep. Can't agree more. So those questions are answered over on our fun and friendly stressless camping podcast, Facebook group. And we always ask a new question every week. And this week's question of the week is how is registration handled in your state for RVs? I know that some states I think have two year registrations and some have annual registrations and some have like permanent RV tags and I'm just curious, like, kind of what goes on around the country. Not that we're going to move to one that has a better plan, because we are here. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am tired of moving stuff. Yeah. Of course, we said that four years ago. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, and then here we are. Please chime in at the Fun and Friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. And let us know how the registration handles in your state. And you can find that on the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions. It's a fun and friendly group and there's a decent number of people there. So come and join us if you would. You can get there from our website, which has our social links at the top. And so if you want to find us on all the various social places, StresslessCamping.com is the place to start before you leave yes. make sure you sign up for the weekly newsletter absolutely we only do it once a week when we put links to the stories videos and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your rv experience just visit our website and if you are a first-time visitor welcome there's a pop-up that shows up and says hey come and join us <laughs> and you've been there before at the bottom of any page is a newsletter sign up form and of course as you know we never share your information with anybody. No, ever. and we only send one email a week every Thursday reminding you yep. about the podcast and telling you all those other great things that we found out during the week. Yeah, and speaking of the podcast, this is episode 172, and you can find the show notes on our podcast page at stresslesscamping.com, and I will also detail out what has happened with our mini light. Also, while you're on the website, check out our deals and discounts page for the best deals on things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure. And of course, if you've got a great deal on a great product or service, let us know. We'll be happy to share it. And we are in all the social places. But of course, as I said, start out at stresslesscamping.com. From there, you can jump off to all the places we are. You know, you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast. And it's free. It's free to subscribe on any podcast catcher. And we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. Yes, we are. And of course, a review will help others find this podcast. And the more listeners we have, the more we're able to get the great guests like Mike. That's right. Again, it's been a pleasure being here with you this week. Thank you very much for being here with us and for being, being the awesome you. you that you are. So once again, we'll see you next week. And until then, happy, happy camping. camping.
We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Drunken Chicken Legs. <laughs>